Big Talk Small Vertical Podcast. I'm Dallin. I'm Bryce. And with us this week, we have a very special guest, one Alexander Gerber. How are you? How you feeling? All pretty good. Um, it's for Alex. So, nothing to do but to jump right into it. Um, Let's begin the show by starting it. Newsroom. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, no trades this week, but a whole bunch of ad drops. So, let's get on them. The Highlanders added Daniel Tice, the Flock added Josh Jackson. Flying Hellfish dropped Alfred Payton and added Nas Reed. East Mesa Trading Company dropped Josh Hart and added Nikhil Alexander Walker. Did you get Josh Hart's one good game? The 17 rebound game? Yeah. It was, I literally dropped him and then like later that night he did it, but he was still on my roster. Well, so I got credit for it, yeah. Um, Flying Hellfish dropped Nas Reed and added Kira Lewis Jr. Super Zombies dropped DeAnthony Melton and added Vika Zubach. Yao Ming Dynasty dropped David Nwaba and added Bryn Forbes. Keyboard Cat dropped Isaac Okoro and added Hamadou Diallo. So a uh, draft pick. Yes. Um, Lottery pick. Pretty early draft pick, too. Uh, but... Wasn't working out this year. Not really. And he's been getting minutes, and that worries me that maybe he's just not... Either not good or not really a fantasy player. Yeah. Um, he's a good defender, or at least I think he will be at some point, but he really hasn't been productive in fantasy, even though he's had plenty of opportunity. Fair but enough. if I were a rebuilding team, I would probably I think there are worse projects rostered right now. Um, but he, he added Hamadou Diallo. Highlanders dropped Bobby Portis, added Kelly Olenek. The Pride dropped Jared Vanderbilt and added Matisse Thibel. Yeah, he got scared. He texted me because we were in it. He thought maybe if I pick up Matisse Thibel, I could catch up in steals. Didn't happen. Didn't, huh? didn't happen. Well, shame on him. Yeah. And it cost him dearly, and that he no longer has Jared Vanderbilt. <laughs> um, the goats added Chumo Kiki. Desert Storm dropped Joe Ingles and added Royce O'Neal. The flock dropped Otto Porter Jr. Which is a pretty big drop. That's a big drop. That's I saw that, drop. and I, but I mean, who's gonna pick him up? Um, if I were you, I would. Uh, he's like thirty. I don't know what, he, what good he does me. Well, if he comes back and is good next year, then he's tradable. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It's kind of. A I have to make so many drops. I, I'm starting to get stressed. Actually, I have to make so many drops at the end of the season. I have to start making some tough decisions. Not yeah. anytime soon, but got a lot of draft picks coming up. Um, well, there are other teams out there. Yeah. Are in a similar situation, but yeah, if I were if I were a rebuilder, I looked at it. I would add him. Yeah. Also, if I were Benson, I probably would have just kept him. We kind of talked on Benson's episode that if I were him, I would be managing for next year. And I know he's had a couple wins in a row, but yeah. I'd still be managing for next year. So I don't know. Seems like a bold move. And not one you I think so? You're you're work. saying that it's pretty likely that Otto Porter Jr. is going to be good again. No, but I think it's more likely than like 
Kira Lewis Jr. or Gogo Batase or somebody like that is good. Mm. Okay. And the nice thing is you'll find out quickly. You don't have to, like, like if Teo Maladon's good, it'll be in, like, three years. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, I can tie up a roster spot and a guy who's probably not ever going to be good for a couple of years in the hopes that in a couple of years he'll be good. Or I can just pick up Otto Porter Jr. and if six months from now he's playing well or if he's in a better situation, then maybe I can trade him for something. Um, that would be my line of thinking at least. It's a good strategy. I don't envy you guys because that seems like a tough dance. Like hanging on to a guy for the future or winning now. See, that's why you just be good for three years and quit. You don't have to worry about all that stuff, if you know what I mean. Put a couple titles under your belt. Scoot out while you can. I can see why this is hard to win it's, a title. It's surprising that more teams haven't done that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just win one, throw it in Bryce's face, and leave. No, you can't throw it in Bryce's face until you win four, and he has to stay at three. I yeah. think any win that he doesn't get is in his face. Um, Maybe. Well, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's been several years since I won a championship. I've gotten accustomed to it. Um, but anyway... Otto Porter Jr. <laughs> so like, it wasn't long ago that he was good, but he's had some significant injuries, so it's, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be good or not. Um, the flock then added Jay Sean Tate. I'm sorry, uh, come again? Yeah, I'm pretty Jay sure. Jay Sean Tate's been playing well. He's in Houston, right? Bryce has made up at least 23% of these names so far, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Jay Sean Tate is playing pretty well. He was a rookie for Houston. He played in Australia last year, uh-huh. um, which is a thing. So an NBA rookie. He is an, yes, an NBA rookie. Oh. I don't know how old he actually is. I'm going to look that up. Okay. Um, he was born in 95, so he was oh my But anyway, he's been okay lately. Um, the Goats dropped Chumo Kiki and added Jay Crowder. <laughs> See, that's one of the names. He's just making sounds. Oh, I like Chuma Okiki. Chuma Okiki. Desert Storm dropped Royce O'Neill and added Maxi Cleaver. Yamun Dynasty dropped Bryn Forbes and added Sadiq Bay. The Goats dropped Jay Crowder and added Kyle Kuzma. I'm surprised Kyle Kuzma was on waivers for as long as he was. Right. But, well, uh, he's not good at basketball. No, he's not. What if uh, maybe both of you are the next duck? We do double ducks. Yeah, it could be double ducks. Would it be triple ducks? Going to triple ducks? Triple ducks? Who is the other? I, I think I also told uh, Maxi Klebers that he's the next me. Yeah, you can't read his name and not expect that at some point. <laughs> no, we're, we're about to get there because Desert Storm dropped Maxi Klebers. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, he added Ricky Rubio, the flock dropped Jay Sean Tate, and added Bobby Portis. And Bobby Portis is one that I feel like should have, like, after you dropped him, he like, didn't, like, stop being good. No, he's been, he's been pretty good this year. Like, he's very inconsistent, but... Has he been inconsistent this year? Maybe I haven't watched him as he's, close. Oh, yeah, he's really inconsistent because the minutes are inconsistent. He only plays um, in blowouts. But, I mean, backtracking, here are the minutes that he's played. 28, 21... 19, he's not good enough to be good in 19 minutes. 20, 20, but then 24, 17, 24, 20, 13. It's just the minutes are all over the place. Like, but yeah, I think, I think overall, yeah. um, his season ranks quite good. So, hmm. yeah, he's worth rostering. Um, all right. No trades? No trades. Uh, you probably don't have it on hand, but we should take a, make a tally of how many trades we've had total this year so we can keep track of that. Is that Trevor territory? That, that could be 
could be a trigger. But it's probably easy to, to add up or whatever. But um, I, I wonder if we're on pace for the one a week still. Because I know there was a couple in a row one week. But now that there's none this week, does it average out? All right, we've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine trades. And it's week nine. Um, now, I'm not sure if that, because the first trade was December 6th. That was the auto porter for John J. Murray trade. That was technically was that? preseason. Okay. So but that doesn't count. Maybe eight. No, I think, we, I think we did. I don't know if we counted it. I don't know. Well, where else would it count? Not last well, season. Yeah, it's got to be this season. Yeah. I don't know. When does the season end? Like, Off season to season. As soon as, yeah. The finals and is over. Then anything between in the summer until the start has to be for the next season, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, in turn, in like the common nomenclature, there's preseason, season, and postseason, which is the playoffs. Mm. So by that, you would assume oh. that, that the postseason is the playoffs, and then once the playoffs are over, then you're in preseason. I guess so. There's not a post postseason. But no. in season play, we've had. At least eight, if Great not nine, and that's pretty game. close to one a week. So, um, cool. Also, remember when Portis dented Miritich's face? Uh, yeah, because he was on my team, and the next season he flew away and left me. Yeah, I, I wonder, like, how he's still in the league after that. I mean, that's scary behavior. Yeah, and I wonder if, like. The days that he's good, does he remember that he dented a man's face? And the days that Bud doesn't play him, he remembers he dented a man's face. Right. Does he just get like a, just give him a look across the locker room like Bud? I'm getting minutes tonight, yeah, right? Little Spreewell situation. He's gonna. Can you imagine if Portis was a part of that Pistons team back in the day, oh, yeah, or the Pacers team? I mean, yeah. Oh, jeez. Little uh, anecdote, really quick. Chris Brown once dated a woman with a Malice in the Palace tattoo. Didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was a drop for specifically that, but there's not. Um, one interesting oh, thing there is one to note is that for the, the nine trades, every single one of them has included either the Flock or the Wrangler Riders. I thought you were going to say a certain player. <laughs> <laughs> We've had nine trades, and all of them were Pascal Siak. Yeah. No, uh, Pascal Siak was traded three times, though, this year. Oof, really? Yes. Flock. From Bram to me, from me to Bram, and then from him to Benson. You traded him back to Bram? Yeah, well, I traded, I traded, I got him for Tyler Hero, and then I gave him Pascal Siakam back for Lamella Ball. Wow, you fleecer. Yeah, yeah. I shop, right. at, I shop at Old Navy. <laughs> Performance, please. <laughs> Sorry, Bram. So, um, any other news? Or should we get onto those... Those I mean, there was some really exciting news with the uh, Yao Ming Dynasty oh, boy. unveiling a new alternate logo. I got that newsletter. You want me to play it again? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to read read the announcement or no, talk about it in more already, depth. I'll, I'll mention something. Uh, press release was I liked in the, in the press release you said special edition, but you spelled it A-D-D okay, as in addition instead of yeah, special edition. Because I'm adding this to my... It is a special you, addition you, you, you to You were just surprised by the, the spelling error. 
<laughs> I'm adding this to my lineup. Of it is no doubt a special addition <laughs> to your team. Uh, I have a special addition tattoo. Um, all right. Well, then, if we don't have any other news, I'll just move into the MVP of the week. Let's do it. I'm number one. You're number two. I love Kermit. The, uh, the number one player on the week was Giannis Antetokounmpo. Ooh. Yeah, I'm surprised. I, his free throw percentage was way up. So to what, 43? Um, 79. Wow. Yeah, that's darn right. It's respectable. It's respectable. Not good. Um, Rule number one for surviving zombie land. I like turtles. He scored 130 points, had 52 rebounds, 21 assists, six steals, and eight blocks. It's about time that he had a good, like a really good week, because he's one of those top five guys. You know what I mean? Like in redraft leagues and things like that. He hasn't, we haven't talked about a whole lot about him. He's but, kind of slow. Well, he's been good, the, but the he hasn't. The percentage just constantly drags him down. Is yeah. that in Drew's absence though? Because this season they've been using him as the screener instead of the ball handler, which is I think good for Giannis and like yeah. you need to do that especially in the playoffs but with Drew out is he handling the ball more this week I don't know I haven't really yeah watched. I'm not sure um, you don't want to give it to I watch first. some uh, Bucks games but if Steven Chen just land in what's the point oh boy it <laughs> <That's laughs> so bad <laughs> it's so bad oh my gosh I like him well, I'm, I, I, I guess I'm just thinking about the bubble, but maybe also everything else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else to add on Giannis? Uh, some fluky high percentages, 57% field goal, and like I said, 79% free throw. What's his career average? Do you have that by chance? I uh, can get that. I just don't, I don't know what you have in front of your screen. It's, it's like this mystery to me. I just oh. ask these questions. Um, so his career field goal percentage is 52 I mean, so it's five point five point zero five percent higher. Yeah, five points is. Yeah, but if he keeps taking jumpers like he did at the end of the Suns game, his percentage is not going to be good. No, it is not. It should Although be he, higher. He did have four three pointers this week. How is, many attempts? I'm guessing roughly too many. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, good job, Giannis, and good job, Ben Levitt. Uh, rookie of the Week. The season premiere of The Rookie, Sunday, January 3rd on ABC. The top rookie of this week was unsurprisingly LaMelo Ball. Ranked 23rd. Whoa. Uh, 19 and a half points, 8 rebounds, 6.8 assists. 2.3 steals is super high. 0.5 blocks and 3.3 threes. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle. Between having him and Halliburton on my team, I just, I don't know what to do with myself. What, what is... It's been so fun. How, how are you not playing Bramstrop there? It's crazy that he didn't give him more of a chance than, like, four days. Yeah. I don't know. Good for you. We could call, call Bram right now and see if he answers <laughs> and ask him that question. Um... Only forty four percent field goal, that's fine. Yeah. Four turnovers, that's fine. And he's almost he's a, his season uh, percentage for free throw is almost up to eight hundred. Eighty three percent last week. Yes. Yeah. 
He's been he's been a lot better than we all thought he would be, mm-hmm. which is great. Even with Terry Rozier scoring more like, than thirty a game, yeah, he's that guy is out of this world right now. I think coming off the bench is kind of good for him because it keeps him out of Terry Rozier's way, mm-hmm. and he can just kind of run the offense the way he should run the offense rather than half run an offense with Terry Rozier and what's his name? Uh, Devontae Graham. Graham. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, it's definitely a chess game that I don't want to play. So I'm glad James Borrego is the one that has to do it. But they all seem to be getting their time. James Borrego is a really good coach. I think he is and too. He, last week he played 34 minutes. So like that's, that's the coach of the Hornets. Yeah. Yes. Oh boy. I should show you a picture of that guy. Yeah, I don't. Man, that, that would be one of those that I would have, would have no idea. Made, a, have another that. made up name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, who is the best? Waiver wire player of the week last week. The shoulda, woulda, coulda, if you will. Dorian Finney Smith at number 27. What? DFS? I, I don't like using. Daily Fantasy. Daily Fantasy Sports. Yeah. Yeah, like Dorian Finney Smith. I don't know. Somebody needs to have interesting initials in order for me to use it as just their initials. Yeah. There's, like there's, um, like okay. an, like Anthony Simon Simmons. <laughs> no. Yes. Andre Karolinko. Oh, AK forty seven. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, Paul George PG thirteen. There we go. That's okay. Bill Simmons actually spoke that into existence, which is weird. He was number twenty four, and then Bill said be PG thirteen, and then he did. I love Bill Simmons. Um, but no, 43 points, 22 rebounds, 7 assists. None of that's anything special. What was his rank for the 27. Week? Really? Um, How many three-pointers? He has 10 three-pointers. Yeah. Oh. Uh, four, assist, or four steals, three blocks, and oh. shot 67% and 100% from the line. Oh. Turnovers? On one attempt. Um, three turnovers. Yeah, okay. I can see that. All right. That's now, pretty good. Now, if he's one of threes, Grayson Allen would have given you 16. Oof. Goodness. There are actually a, a, a shocking number of top 100 players last week. Who were I, I bet you the Utah Jazz are just kicking themselves over Grayson Allen. Not right at all. Dude, get him out of there, dude. <laughs> For the culture? Come on. <laughs> uh, nope. Dorian Finney-Smith. All right. Well, I don't think anybody's kicking themselves over not picking him up, but he had a pretty good week. He did have a pretty good week. Cool. And he's still out there for you folks. All right, well, we'll go ahead and move on to the next segment. All right, so we go power rankings every other week, which brings us to the second round of our mock lottery. Hit it! For the ju- for Judge Alex. <laughs> okay, we're on random.org. Sorry, random. Uh, we go bottom to top, yeah? Oh, yeah, it's much more suspicious. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know how it works, so. Number eight, we have winning eight, Toto. So is that uh, his pick, or is that somebody else's pick that he There's has? There's just one name on the line, That's so it. I figure okay. it's him. Um, number seven, from East Mason. Trading oh, company yeah. is the Yao Ming Dynasty. A crying shame, if you ask me. Yeah. 
And at number six from the flock is oh, boy. the Yao Ming Dynasty. Oh, I'm, glad getting, dreams. I'm glad we're getting the mocks out of the way. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be well practiced. I don't know, this happened to you once before, and you ended up with Marvin Bagley and one Shea Gildress Alexander, so I think that draft actually paid pretty good dividends for yeah, you. Yeah, but it could have paid better if it was like Aiden and Trey Young or something like that. Or like Doncic and Aiden. Yeah. Oof. Number five. From the Pride is East Mesa Trading Company. I'll take five. Five on that down is, is good this year. Well, six is good too, actually. There's going to be value throughout this whole draft. Is this the one? Is this the double mega super 18 No, there's just, there's just a lot of really good players. When is that? Probably next year, maybe the year Nobody after. Nobody knows. It might be 2022. It could be as early as 2021. I don't think anybody cares anymore, though. I, I honestly, I think part of the reason why they're doing this G League Pro thing is so that they can just offer that as a, we don't have to let 18-year-olds in the NBA, we can just send them to the G League and they can still make money. I mm. kind of think that that's one of the main purposes behind it, but I don't know. Yeah, after whatever LeVar Ball did with that whole thing, you might as well have a sanctioned. Yeah. Well, and like, I, I don't know who really wants it anymore. The, pl- the players used to want it, but I don't think they want it anymore. Mm. And the owners don't want it. The young guys want it. That's who wants young it. Guys, yeah, but like 18 year olds aren't in the union, mm. so they're not represented by anybody. So, mm. yeah, I want to play in the NBA, but first I got to take the kitty prom. <laughs> yeah. I have to serve detention later. Yeah, I can't even think about practice. Uh, I've got wood chop. <laughs> wood chop. <laughs> uh, coming uh, in at number four is Rainbow Riders, the pick that Bram will sit on for all of two days before he trades. It's gonna be great. But he has Tyler Hero, so what is he going to trade it for? A bucket. <laughs> Can't wait for that. For uh, when he actually trades Tyler Hero or somebody for a bucket of chicken. Hi everyone, Greg here. Now, today I've come to KFC. They've got a product out called The Bucket for One. Really quick, I was listening on the way over here uh, to Dave Grohl on Conan's podcast, and he said that when they were in Australia... He developed this habit where he would eat KFC and drink champagne, and it became like their thing on tour to do. So there you go. That doesn't sound too bad. I thought of the bucket for one guy when I heard that. Yeah, well, he was he was uh, he was in the car yeah. next to him. <laughs> Not why. <laughs> uh, three, we've got the Hellfish, Doctor Brimley. Number two, Avatar on Blu-ray. Let me hear it, Dallin. I gotta hear this one. Finally, the Avatar 3D Limited Edition 3D Blu-ray. And then number one from the Yao Ming Dynasty is Boom Shakalaka. Did I get that right? Yeah. Hmm. So not not you, but Jordan making that the pick. correct, yes. uh, Can you can you just run yeah. through them? That's eight, winning a Toto. Seven, Yaming Dynasty. Six, Yaming Dynasty. Five, East Mesa Trading Company. Four, Rainbow Riders. Three, Flying Hellfish. Two, Avatar Blu-ray. And one, Boom Shakalaka. It's funny is while you're reading through those, I got three text messages from Bryce asking me what I'm doing at five, <laughs> trying to figure out what to do at six and seven. <laughs> Uh, I love that part of the year when everybody's texting each other. What are you doing it for? 
I need to know. I got seven. I Does anyone ever say anything? Yeah. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody behind me. It doesn't matter. Right? Yeah. If, somebody's if, if they have no ability to affect what I'm doing, then I don't see Nobody that. should talk to me about what they're doing because I trade so much. Like, even if I am behind them, there's like I might move up. But, yeah, it Kind of like with the, um, the Fultz-Tatum year, <clears throat> the Celtics had number one and traded down to three, right? Yeah. Yes. I feel like they really played the Sixers there. I think they told them they were going to take Fultz or something and they really wanted Tatum. I don't know. Maybe, but it worked out well. Everybody liked, going into that draft, everybody liked Fultz more. Maybe not Danny Ainge. Uh, I don't know what he they liked. They say that they didn't, or the best, but everybody always says that the guy they picked was number one on their board. Like, for the top ten guys, it's like, oh, he was number one on our... Everybody had their guy number one on their board, and everybody was about to draft Giannis, but then Milwaukee picked him. It's just the same lies every year. I don't really believe them or trust Secrets. them or respect them. That's how they're trying to save their jobs. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, I knew about Giannis. I just didn't take him because I, I wanted uh, T.J. Leaf instead. T.J. Leaf? I don't know. Uh, all right, so there you go. There's your mock lottery. Um so we're going to go ahead and move into another segment, a new segment this week, and we'll go ahead and launch that one off. It's time for Alex's Corner. I could listen to that stupid song all day. Good. All right, so there's two little games. It, it might change each week. Um, it'll be a week-by-week basis. Some weeks you won't be able to make it. These things happen. Um, the first game is I've got some pictures of uh, – now, obviously, on a podcast, they won't be able to see the pictures, but we'll at least give the right answers if you get it wrong. I'm going to show you pictures of people in the NBA, coaches, players, um, and you just tell me who they are. Okay. And that's the first game. Okay. All right. So there's your first pitcher. Oh boy, Saruman the White. That is Greg Popovich. I know that one. All right, so that one uh, started off pretty easy, just to kind of get the concept going. Oh boy, is that Pat Connaughton? It is oh. Pat Connaughton. Dude, how did I get that? That's good. All right, you might go three out of four. Okay. You got to name both of these guys. They're both head coaches in the NBA right now. Uh, well, one's Rick Carlisle, and he's looking gaunt. Yeah, he looks like Jim Carrey. Uh, he kind of does, actually. And the other one is a head coach in the NBA. He's a head coach. I'm going to go. Do you want me to give you the team? Uh, sure, yeah, give me the team. Houston Rockets. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to guess that man's name is Ronaldo Fink Carmichael. It is Ronaldo Fink Carmichael, oh. also known me. as Stephen Silas. That's his name? Stephen Silas. I thought it was Paul. I was going to say, is he any relation to the one Paul Silas? Because that's a legendary coach. Uh, yeah, he coached for a long time, played for the Celtics for a long Stephen time. Stephen Silas? I believe it's Paul Silas. That is the old man. Yeah, it's Stephen Silas. Oh, Paul Silas was the Georgetown coach. Oh, made me second, second guess right. myself. All right. Stephen, is he relations to Paul? Well, I'll let, I'll let, I'll let uh, Bryce look that up while we're moving on to the second portion of the game. Okay. So I have a list of names I'm gonna show, I'm gonna give you, um, and you can read through them. But really, you just gotta find the right one and pronounce the name correctly. 
So it's a player's name. Oh, okay. And I've written it in a lot of different ways. Oh, okay. One of the correct, one of the one of the names in the list is uh -huh. correct. Okay, perfect. The rest of them are false. Uh huh. And all you have to do is name the correct okay. one and read it correctly, and, and then I we have a drop for the correct pronunciation. I'm gonna. Oh boy. I'm. Oh man. I'm gonna read through all of them, and we'll see what happens. Okay. The first one is. Fur Kent Corkville. Uh, second one, Furcon Corkmaz. The third one is Furmon Corkdaz. Uh, fourth one, Furvin Corkybin. Uh, fifth, Furkin Kirkin. I like that. Ooh, 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 I think this Furkin is... Kirkin for three! <laughs> that sounds like a special NBA Jam character. Oh, that'd be great. Like you, you put in a code. It could uh, be the right one for all we know. Uh, I lost track. The next one is Corkman Forkmaz, which I'm, I think that's Corky Formaz <laughs> or Kirky Formaz. Either way, uh, I think it's Corkman Forkmaz. Final answer? Yeah, Corkman Forkmaz. Forkan Corkmaz. Did I get it? <laughs> I honestly don't know. You said Corkman, Corkman Forkmaz. And his real name is what? Furkan Corkmaz. Furkan Corkmaz? Where is he from, Turkey? Yes. Ooh, got that right. <laughs> uh, who does he even play for? Uh, the Sixers? Sixers, yeah. He's kind of good. I think he had a game-winning three in the playoffs last I, year. Or something. I promise or you, you could do you could do this same exact thing next week with the same guy, and I wouldn't get it right. <laughs> I already forgot it. Corkman, Furkmaz, Furkan, Corkmaz, Furkan, Corkmaz. Well, that's been this week's edition <laughs> of Alex's Corner. <laughs> All right. Steven Silas is Paul Silas' son, by the way. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. You got that right, too. And you got Pat Connaughton, which I actually didn't think. I thought that was a tricky player. I don't know how I got that one. He does kind of stand out for these I guys. Guess. Yeah, I was going to say, like, there's just a couple of white guys that, you know, are fringe players. Oh. I think maybe just got lucky. There's always next week. There sure, there sure is, though. Um, I'm going to unbuckle my pants because it is hurting. The Waterburger's kicking in. Yeah. Um, well, if we're done with Alex's corner, that must mean one thing, Bryce. Yes. Time for podcast pick them. Mm -hmm. uh, we can go through last week's matchups, kind of discuss what went right, what went wrong for the pride, and <laughs> kind of go from there. So, week eight, we've got Yao Ming Dynasty versus the Goats. And the result therein was Goats 5 4. Goats 5 4. But on Friday, there was, there was a, a brief period of time on Friday when I was up 9-0. Still managed to blow it. 
Did the uh, Imperial? This was, this was like after my guys had played on Friday, but before his guys played on Friday. Yeah, I guess my guys were turnovers. Yes. Is this like when I think of Yaming Dynasty and I think of this week, I think of like Mulan at the end when like China was celebrating, but really the Hun was like uh, knocking out the door. Uh huh. Is that yeah, what happened? Yeah. That's scary. Wait, yeah. And then and then Mulan too? and her little group of you know. Oh, I thought you meant like the end and after like. Not like the, the okay. not like the not not like right before the uh, credits, but like, like five like ten minutes before the credits. <laughs> <laughs> like Mulan saves the day, but then okay. Yeah, they thought they buried him in the snow, and they came out, and they, you know, that whole yeah. thing. So what happened? What went right? What went wrong? Um, I don't know. I had a couple guys sit, like, he had a couple guys sit, though. Mostly, like, my team just didn't play very well. Yeah. And and for some reason, the Lakers decided to sacrifice Anthony Davis's Achilles in order to beat me in fantasy basketball this week. <clears throat> Seems like it might have been a little short-sighted, but... Anthony, I think you ought to get out there. Why? Because if you do, Taylor's going to beat Bryce this week. Mm. Whatever, it, whatever it takes, Coach. I think Jason Kidd's all in that. I think Jason Kidd was eating McDonald's. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right, so Goats won. Yeah. Uh, but 5 4 is not the worst loss. No, that's not the end of the run. There were a lot of close categories. Points were. Yeah, what? Like, what, how? Points were about 30. 29 it's pretty close. points. Yeah. Um, about 20 rebounds, 18 rebounds, 18 assists, four steals. Four steals is close. You um, said on Sunday. Free throw percentage was really tight. I won by two points. Um, you both kind of go for that category. Yeah, it was, it was pretty tight. All right. Well, good job, Taylor. Uh, this week we'll see what happens. You're playing uh, winning ain't to do, so... Hopefully you can pull one, yeah. pull, pull, pull all the stops out. Yeah, here's hoping. Um, Boost, Nick Vosevich had 12 points, or 12 threes and six steals. That seems like a really good week in terms of like. He's a really good player. He's plus, insane. plus Orlando is like decimated. Yeah. I, like they have no one right now. Is Terrence Ross still on that team? Yeah, he's he starting. Is it? Yeah. Jeez. Terrence Ross actually uh, plays for the Rocky Mountain Goats. Had 83 points, 21 rebounds, 13 assists, five blocks for some reason, hmm. and 11 three-pointers. But he shot 37.5% from the field. So nice. he got 23 three-pointers out of the Orlando Magic last week. Yes, that is correct. Wow. Um, wow. Um, any other comments on that matchup? No, close matchup. Um, how did it affect the standings? Um, the goats went up and the Yaming Dynasty went down. Like, you both, he did go up and you went down? I don't know. I mean, he won more games than he lost. Well, so I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I didn't really track that. Okay. I think he did go up because he's now in the playoffs. Um, all right. Desert Storm versus Avatar and Blu-ray. I believe Desert Storm won, what was it, 6-3? Or was it 7-2? Perhaps it was 8-1. So his experiment's paying off, right? Accruing a bunch of injured guys, and then now he's, they're popping off. He's bringing glory back to your old team. Hey, buddy. Way to go, Benny. Boy. <laughs> he's got Durant, which is yeah. crazy good. He's maybe playing better than ever this year. He's played really well. Wall. Wall. Cousins. Paul George. Is Boogie any good this year? He's been off and on. Uh, it, Dep- it depends on the games. 
Like if he like if he's not good, he's he's not helping you at all. If he is good, he's like barely helping you. Um, yeah, Desert Storm won seven two. Seven two. Against um, against Avatar on Blue. Avatar. Oh, there weren't a whole lot of categories. Steals were close. No, there were some close categories. Desert Storm won steals by two steals, um, six blocks, and then 12 assists. So th those categories were all pretty close. Points, rebounds were pretty comfortable. Yeah, that's about it. Those, those three, but three categories turns the league. This? What the hell is that? These are my awards, Mother. From Army. Um, it is nice. It's a nice win for Desert Storm because he Paul George didn't play at all this week. And well, he has Terry Rozier. Is that all you need? Apparently, 123 points, 20 rebounds, 14 assists, two steals. Excuse me, four steals, two blocks, 18 threes on 56 and 100% shooting. If he didn't have the nickname Scary Terry, would he have had as good of a week? Yes. No. A Terry by any other name would smell just as sweet. Mm. Um, but no, nothing from Paul George and only one game out of Kevin Durant and not a very good game out of Kevin Durant. And you beat one of the better teams in the league, in my opinion, in yeah. Avatar and Blu-ray. Yeah, um, Kev's got Jokic and... Doncic and oh, Tatum. Oh, wait. Um, yeah. They don't wanna... Not really. Doncic was very good, but he didn't get a whole lot of help. Jokic was good, but not quite... That's the problem with having a top-heavy team. Jokic if you have a week where Jokic, I don't know what, what, what the actuals were here, but if Jokic plays two games and Doncic plays three and rests one and Tatum's out with COVID, it's like, who you got playing for you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean and not that that's what happened last week, but yeah. that's the risk you I mean, run Tatum, any week. Tatum wasn't very good. Um, really, the problem is that he's just got a couple injured players on his team that he doesn't move into the IR and replace. Right. Um, Markin and, and Nance are both just putting up zeros for him. Beverly did, did little to nothing for him. Mm. Um, Danny Green. Mm. Millsap. Paul Millsap. Nene. Um, Millsap's Nene. been solid lately. Nene. Nene is gone. <laughs> uh, Harrison Barnes struggled last week. He's been good this season. He has been good this year, though. Sacramento's needed him. Um, but Doncic was great. Jokic was very good. Um, he's still a really talented team. Yeah. No. Um, and he was close to pulling off the win, but like I said, I, I said it before. I, I I say it again. I think if Kevin just makes one or two moves, whether that's waiver wire or trade, I think you keep those big three. You just go to the waiver wire, maybe swap out some of those guys, some, throw somebody in the IR. And you're making yourself a lot more competitive each week. Right. It's been a we bit of a about slump. Bobby Portis earlier. Picking up Bobby Portis would be a valuable addition to that team. Yeah, or Ricky Rubio, who was on the waiver wire for four or five weeks. I think Ricky Rubio would Ricky be... Ricky Rubio was pretty bad. Would you rather have Ricky Rubio or Patrick Beverly? I don't know. Ricky I mean, Rubio, hands down. Let's like pass this, up getting you maybe some steals. But that's what Ricky Rubio does, plus right. he gets you five assists or more. A game. A game. Minimum. The scoring's got to be about the same, if not better, for Rubio. The threes are there, just as much as Beverly. He's an improved scorer, that Rick. And uh, you got some injuries in Minnesota... D'Angelo Russell hasn't been that good. On Basketball Monster, Ricky Rubio is ranked number 192 on the season. And Bev? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's a better option than either of them. But has Ricky sat for Beverly 109. How is that? How is that possible? But has Rick sat this year at all? No. Oh, well then. Ru 
Rubio has played 25 games, Beverly 19. Oh. But that, those are per game values. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, maybe I don't know anything about what, which I'm talking about. Um, I, I mean, I think, I think, it I think feels the like. sound that there's, there's value out there. I just, I mean, I mean, like I said, Bobby Portis is a good ad. Yeah. Um, I know Royce O'Neill is often available. He's, he's, he's been good this year. Yeah. Jay yeah. Tate's out there now. Sorry. Jay Sean Tatum? Uh, no, I, think that, I think there are ways for him to improve his team. <laughs> Jay Sean Tatum. <laughs> I just got it. Uh, that's funny. Uh, all right. Anything else to add, Desert Storm-wise, on that win? Nope. Desert Storm is climbing up the rankings, though. Well, he's number two. Way to go, Ben. Yeah. I, uh, I'll let you put those two stars on your flag this year if you win. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, it bugs me that the Lakers count their Minnesota championships. That and last year. Same with the Dodgers. I would count last year. Nah. Um, the COVID year? Yeah. Oh. Dodgers and Lakers won it that year. How convenient for them. Uh, guys, this That's is the year. Guys, if there ever was a year. Um, yeah, did the Thunder count the Sonics? One ring? I don't think so. Well, we all know, uh, I don't know. We all know Sean Kemp does. He counts all the rings. <laughs> Cut that boy down. There's a the lot on, of rings. Onion rings, or yeah. <laughs> uh, Go to Red Robin. What bottomless? <laughs> oh, don't mind me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Boom Shakalaka versus the Flock. Uh, we both predicted Boom Shakalaka to win. I got a text from Benson that said, "Shame on you. I will win six three. And he won. He won six three. Called a shot like the Hambina. Yeah. In fact, I texted you last night. You called your shot, and uh-huh. it was actually meant for Benson. But I did win 6-3. I know. Though, and which the, the, was weird, <laughs> and I was down by calling their shot. Everybody was doing it. But, yeah, it, what what broke right for Benson last week? Because I was a little surprised by that one. Um, so the Flock won field goal percentage pretty comfortably. He won turnovers very comfortable. Steals and assists, no problem. The rebounds were tight. So there's four. Flock wins by six rebounds. Oof. And then the blocks were pretty close. Um, he won by eight, but it was seventeen to twenty-five. It's a lot of blocks. Yeah, yeah but like, blocks. but Miles Turner's supposed to get like twenty-five blocks on his own. He only got five blocks last week. Okay. This guy, he's, he's been putting up like three a game. All right, I'll give it to you just because Miles Turner's right, on the if, team. If he had averaged three a game, then I think he's. That's a lot closer. Yeah, I mean that. that but it, it, it typically but, is a good margin. Yes. Um, neither one was very good at that particular category, though. Boom Shaglock is really injured. I mean, Aaron Gordon, DeAndre Hunter, and Marcus Aldridge all gave him literally no value. Hunter's hurt. Yeah. yeah he, well, they're all they're all. all if Jordan injured. listened to this podcast, I'd say make me an offer for DeAndre Hunter, but maybe I should just make him an offer for DeAndre Hunter. Maybe you should. He played pretty well this year before he got hurt. He played very well. He's John Collins bleeding, maybe. Onyeka Okongwu. Um. Anyways, okay. <laughs> I get on my own team tangents. <laughs> um. So. James Harden gave him six blocks, though. That's a lot of blocks from James Harden. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, Steve Nash preaches defense. Yeah. And blocks over there. Yeah. Maybe he does. Also, why did it take them so long to figure out James is the point guard? Everyone was worried. Like, he doesn't pass the ball. Why do you have anyone to pass it to in Houston? And the few times he did, he averaged a lot of assists per game. He's a great facilitator. Yeah, like he led the league in assists a couple of times. Yeah, he's, an, he's a great passer. Why did it take Kyrie so long to figure that out? Is he just 
dense. Well, because Kyrie's shorter than he is. And thinks the earth is flat. Yeah, I don't think he does that anymore. Thinks that? I don't, yeah. He <laughs> says that he doesn't think that anymore. But no, I think it's just because he's shorter. How often do you go to, like, pick up basketball and the shortest guy on the court brings the ball to the court just because it's short? Every that is the default of Mobson. I yeah, think the main reason I don't bring it up is because there's two Moffats that I have to pass it to for them to bring they're just, it up. They're just short. And I was thinking, like, I think John's the best point guard there, but he's, like, medium tall, so he doesn't, you know, he, he, he gets bumped off the point. He's good on the ball, but he's not a super great distributor, is he, John? He's an okay distributor. Yeah, he's good. But Kyrie doesn't pass. He's a really good creator Yeah. for himself. That's a shooting guard. Yes. Coming off of the screen, I don't know. You need a whole new library just for all defensive plays. Hmm? Uh, defense, like, you know, when the other team has the ball and they try to, you know, score on us. Oh, no, 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 none of that here. It's a waste of energy and it's no fun. I say half the defense, double the offense. I just feel like D'Antoni seems like the kind of guy I'd want at the barbecue. Oh, sure. Wiffle Ball Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Wiffle Ball D'Antoni. Yeah. Wiffle Ball D'Antoni. Uh, you don't want to put him in charge of the burgers and the potato salad, though. No. No. But he just seems like a really fun guy. He does. I miss his mustache. Mighty Mouse? <laughs> he looks like he always looked like Mighty Mouse to me. I thought he looked like the guy in the Pringles can. Oh. That's even better. Uh, but anyways. Boom Shakalaka. Uh... M- missing uh, missing a few guys. Missing Fell a, a little of, short. Missing a bunch of guys, yeah. I mean, it sure, certainly would have caught him in rebounds, but... Like, if Aaron Gordon was healthy, he probably would have taken rebounds. I expect he would have grabbed at least six rebounds. But would that have dropped another category? Is he detrimental somewhere that he won? I, mean, I don't know. I don't think so, because free throw wasn't even close. Turnovers weren't even close. So... Uh-huh. And, I mean, the flock won turnovers anyway, so that wouldn't have moved the needle. Okay. All right, well, interesting but, uh, stuff. Big win, though, for the flock. Yeah. Um, good job, Benson. Uh, the next, we have Highlanders versus Winning to Do. Uh, it was kind of a bloodbath. 8-1 for Highlanders. I don't really see any categories that were close. Steals by 7. Um, blocks by 10. Oh, never mind. Threes were close. It was he won by two three pointers, so that was close. But but the rest of it really wasn't close. There can be only one. Duncan, the Highlander. Here we um, I think that was a good week for Trevor to have an eight one win. Not that he was like losing the number one spot, but you got to hold that down. Mm-hmm. He got some threes were the close category. He got some weirdly high three point weeks. Um, Eric Bledsoe had eight three pointers, which seems like a lot for him. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess In that's a week, the only yeah. One that really stands out. How many? Uh, you um, and he was one. missing Evan Fournier, so that's. And that's a lot of three pointers. Three pointers. Yeah. So, yeah. No, he's a really good team. Tim Hardaway Jr. had eleven threes though. For the for the totos. Yes. Um. All right. Well, not much else to say on that one. Um. The next one we got here is the East Mesa Trading Company versus the Pride. And the East Mesa Trading Company won 6-1. Six, 
six two. To two with the tide. Is that two wins this year, Bubba? Yes, back to back. You're on a winning streak. My man. Yeah. The future is now. Rise, Phoenix. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle. And there's some people in the league that didn't think I'd win any weeks. Uh, I think it was just me. It was probably just Bryce. He's pretty. He's pretty low on my my team. An insolent number two you have. Yeah. Uh, anyways, what there, statistically though on paper, what are we looking at here? Um, threes were pretty one sided. Blocks were pretty one sided. Turnovers were fairly one sided. The percentage were both close. It was about one percentage point in field goal and four tenths of a point in free throw. And so that's real tight. who won those? I can't remember. I actually didn't remember if I won the percentages, both of them. No, so. the, the two categories that the Pride won were points by a lot. 120, and then rebounds by 42. Yeah, he won those then, handedly. And then assists were tied. Tied at 110. That's one of those where like, I would be checking on Monday to see if a stat correction came <laughs> in. I feel like assists is probably the most frequently corrected. Yeah. That rebounds. That seems like a high number of assists in a week. I don't know. 110? I don't know, though. Is that... Uh, I don't know. I, I Honestly, I should know these. what's average. There's 14 guys what's on good. the team. That means t- more or less 10 assists per guy. Like, I don't know. Maybe not. Um, well, I got LaMelo Ball. By comparison, last week, Taylor and I had... I had 132. Taylor had 150. Mm. Okay, maybe not. Well, those are also two really good assisting teams. Mm. Um... But I think I had I think I think if we're looking at like league averages I think I did pretty well in the in the blocks and the steals and the threes categories mm-hmm. held my own but that's only three I was an off week for the pride was he uh, pretty injured I believe so hold on um, sorry I was I was checking all the other teams to see 110 assist was third worst last week Yikes. okay so it's not that great so. Um, room, for, room for improvement, one would say. He he only got one game out of D'Angelo Russell, and it was, I assume, like a fraction of a game because it was six points, one rebound, and two threes. That's and three full games, actually. He's I don't think he's very good. He played six minutes. So D'Angelo uh, Russell played six minutes that week. CJ McCollum was injured. Um, Bogdan Bogdanovich was injured, of course. Yeah, he's got some So some losing long. those guys. R.J. Barrett did very little. Um, he played all of his games, but he's seen his minutes drop significantly of late, although he's playing a bunch of minutes tonight. <laughs> Too quickly? Sorry, I'm just picturing R.J. Barrett doing very little in other aspects of his life. <laughs> like, <laughs> like like he goes grocery shopping and he doesn't get very many you know, items in his cart. He's, he's just playing video games and his mom is vacuuming, vacuuming around him. Yeah. Just not doing much. <laughs> um, but no, he played 32 minutes tonight. But prior to that, 22, 26, 27, 19. Um, and he was, I don't remember, I think when we were talking about the Goats, uh, we talked about Brandon's team playing a weirdly high number of minutes. Like he, At that point, he had had four of the top five in minutes per game, and R.J. Barrett was one of them. And so if he sees his minutes go from 36 or 37 down to 25 or 26, then he's going to lose a third of his value. You mm-hmm. know? So last week he was also just bad. He shot twenty nine percent from the field. Um, so yeah, Barrett's lost a lot of value. Also, um, Julius Randle was really bad last week, and those are two players that he's relied on a great deal. Um, Randle shot forty 
40% from the field and only had 58 points and 35 rebounds and nine assists. He's been really good this year, like borderline all-star. Yeah. When you look at her box scores. Yeah. And so it was, yeah, some, a weird fluke. Um, Danny Avia at 29% field goal and 50% free throw was a problem. How do you go about pronouncing his name? Denny of Diyar of Diyar. I apologize. <laughs> um, but no, it was a good win for the East Bay Trading Company. Yes, it was. It was indeed. Uh, Alright, so moving on to the next matchup, we've got... Hellfish versus the Super Zombies, and I believe the Super Zombies won. I know they won, but eight I can't. to one. It was eight uh, to one. Eight to one. Most of the categories were pretty definitive, although there were a couple tight categories. The Super Zombies won assists by one assist, one thirty-eight to one thirty-nine, and blocks twenty-two to twenty. Okay. Um, steals. It was seven steals. I mean, it's kind of close, but. Field goal percentage was a blowout. Free throw, Super Zombies, who are the worst in the league, I believe, shot 83%. Yeah, he's 1-7 in in free throws. Who did he beat in free throw one week? Flying Health. Oh, Flying Health, which this week. Yeah. Or last week. Wow. Benson's also 1-7. So anyway, it was, I don't know, we'll get into Jay later on in the episode. But Giannis was huge, as we already mentioned. Zion had 111 points on 67% field goal and 82% free throw. That's mad decent. That's really good. Um, didn't really have the defensive stats last week, four and two, but um, he seems like he's awfully good. Um, anything else to add on that for the Super Zombies? Not a lot. Chris Middleton's still playing really well. Norm Powell had a good week, which Norm Powell does sometimes and sometimes doesn't. Clarkson dropped off a lot, which is a shame. And I didn't think that was sustainable, though. No. He's, he's never been that good no, before. He's, yeah, like he's... It was a uh, pretty good stretch, though. He might become the next Lou Williams. We'll see. I don't know if he was quite that good. Yeah. Um, and DeJounte Murray had a really nice week with 11 steals. And really good percentages, 48, which is nice from point guard, and 92 from the line. Would you rather have uh, DeJounte Murray or the waiver wire zone Otto Porter Jr.? I don't really feel the need to bully somebody because they made a mistake at one point. <laughs> I just, if it's on my mind, I'm going to say it. Uh, yes, I think DeJounte Murray is better. I've made so many bad moves, it's not even funny. Um, Kelly Oubre is getting better, though. He has improved quite a bit. He shot 44%. Which is a lot better than it used to be. Um, I'm st- I'm glad that he rejected my Nerlens Noel for Kelly Oubre trade though, because Nerlens Noel is sitting pretty right now. You'd still rather have Nerlens Noel? Mm-hmm. Blocks, baby, so valuable. I mean, Oubre will have better years in the future, but I don't know if Kelly Oubre is good enough that I need to like like future Kelly Oubre is not someone that gets me all hot and bothered. I think his Washington days were his best, so I think you're doing all right. Yeah, yeah, he had some good times here in Phoenix. But, oh. oh, I'm sure he did. The, the, the podcast can't see you, Wayne. So oh, the joke shoot. didn't convey quite as clearly. But oh, is there like a, a wink sound drop? <laughs> what sound does a wink make? Well, there's the Will Ferrell Saturday Night Live where he says wink. So or I could. in Best in Show. 
which is in nature's code. Wink. Wink. Uh, I'll work on that. I think you should just like get really close <laughs> to the microphone. You know, like, like a gross, like a gross, like the, the sound of an eye winking. Yes. Rule number one for surviving zombie land. I like turtles. Good job, Ben. Uh, and our last matchup was Rainbow Riders yes. over Keyboard Cat five to four. And the and the Riders. Yes. Um, of course. A rainbow forever that won't fade away. Um, Keyboard Cat had Marco Fultz on his IR, so in his active roster, Marcus Smart, who did nothing because he was injured. Drew Holiday, who did nothing because he was injured. Yusuf Nurkic, who did nothing because he was injured. Goran Dragic, who did nothing because he was injured. Devontae Graham, who played one game because he was injured. Um, Nick Batum appears to have missed some time. Do you think any of these guys hang out with R.J. Barrett when they're not, when they're not playing basketball? <laughs> they don't have, when they're doing very little. No, our, Nick Batum played. He just was worthless. So, and he still only lost 4-5, so that's... That looks good for it. Let's say, okay, so with, with that many injuries... And he lost only four or five. Does that say more about his team or more about Bram's team right um, now? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I will say when Bram won, well, it maybe wasn't as close as four or five. There were some close categories, but Bram won field goal percentage by a lot. He won free throw percentage by a lot. He won three pointers by more than double. Okay. Wow. Points by more than, uh, about double for points. Um, rebounds were close. Keyboard cat actually so won. So the so the injuries definitely show. The, yeah, they definitely show. Maybe not um, in the five four, but when you yeah, when Rainbow you, Riders won by a ton. But really, the closer categories were keyboard cat's wins. He won rebounds by sixteen, which mm. is tight. Steals by three and blocks by four. Oof. So Bram was close to really getting into him. Keyboard cat did a good job of keeping what he had. Avoiding sweep. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, he had, he had turnovers locked down pretty <laughs> well. So he's got going for him. The old Kevin Powell. Wait, did he lose the bye week? Yes, he did lose That's the bye week. That's pretty good. It is pretty good. Um, Rainbow Riders got a good week out of Devin Booker. Well, 129 points, 20 rebounds, 21 assists, but zero defensive stats at all, so maybe it wasn't a good move. Yeah, who does he think he is? Terry Rozier? He doesn't shoot enough threes. I'm going to say it. Devin Booker should shoot more threes. He is being probably more judicious with his shot choice, but just jack him up from back there, buddy. Yeah, he should, he should shoot. I think he's low-key not a great three-point shooter. I think maybe he's realizing that. I don't know. Um, uh, or maybe Chris Paul is making him realize <laughs> that. He gets reminded. Let's see. Three-point percentage, 35% for On his career. career. That's fine. And considering the volume, I think that's pretty productive. But... I think people just when they ima- when they imagine Devin Booker in their mind, they imagine a pulling up deep three. three. Yeah, yeah, and just that's not really his game all that much. Um, but that being said, it may well be that he needs to shoot more. I honestly don't know. I don't watch very many Suns games. Yeah, it's not like yeah. If he got more Clay Thompson three point attempts, I would like it more. But I don't think he's really getting those those nice open yeah, spot ups. He is screens. much better on the catch than off the dribble. That was when, I know like two years ago, he kind of started when they brought in Ricky Rubio, and that was one of the main reasons they did it, was because he's mm-hmm. way better catch and shoot than shooting off the dribble. 
Mm. Um, that, that's a big difference. Um, but for fantasy, at least, this week, it was the defensive stats. He's never been a stalwart when it comes to that. No. Who knows? Um, and then Keyboard Cat, we said, was pretty injured. Very injured. Cat came back, though. Yes. He's played a couple games. The Cat himself did come back. Um, 63 points, 29 rebounds, 8 assists, 4 blocks, 4 steals, 9 threes. And that was in... Like two games, three games. Dang. Was there ever a cat so clever? Um, all right. Anything else to add on any of the last week's matchups? Uh, no, not really. So we can go right into the pick'em, which we left out last week. Uh, also, I don't want to leave out the results of last week's pick. So we just read through the results. I had three points. Bryce had four. He lengthens the lead. It was by a massacre. One. one by twenty-five percent. Three to four. I guess twenty five percent. If you zoom in on the on the graph and show it to a board, yeah, you won. I was going easy on you. If we were looking at it from your point of view, I beat you by thirty three percent. That's even more than twenty five. All I'm saying is you, you you gained a lead uh, a little bit more. We were very wrong. I mean, neither well, of us did. We great. got half of our picks right and nothing dead on. No, it, it was, wasn't very good. It was a crazy week. Well, it didn't help that I beat Brandon. That was a point each that we lost. I don't think anybody's happy about that. Well, I mean, no, I, I, I'm i a little happy. Oh, yeah, honestly, I am too. Yeah. So, uh, suck it, Brandon. Alex, I have to know what's going through your mind right now. Sorry, when you started talking about a pie chart, I just I, I, I couldn't <laughs> help but think of this Mitch Hedberg joke where he's talking about, um, like, sometimes like they get a little too fast with the wheel when they're cutting it, and there's one teeny tiny little sliver of a piece, and he's with, like, a bunch of people and there's two pieces left, one of which is a teeny tiny sliver. And he yeah. goes, <laughs> if uh, if it were a pie chart about what you would do if you won the lottery, I got the donate it to charity portion and this other girl got the keep it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going through my head. Uh, all right. Well, uh, this week's matchups, let's go ahead and fly into those. We've got... Um, the East Mesa Trading Company versus the Flock. Uh, Dallin, I've got it. I'll go through my picks first. Um, Please. I've got the Flock winning 5-4. Wow. An honest man over here. I picked my team to lose almost every... I picked Brandon to win 8-1 last week. You're trying to beat Bryce, so... I mean. I'm, tr I'm trying to do something here. Yeah. Uh, Flock 5-4. Uh, winning to do versus the Yao Ming Dynasty. I've got Josh winning uh, two categories and Bryce winning the other seven. I'll take it. Uh, Super Zombies versus Avatar on Blu-ray. Um, I've got the Turtle Lovers winning 6-3. So Super Zombies, 6-3. Highlanders versus Boom Shakalaka. I've got Highlanders winning 5-4. I feel like I've just been counting Trevor out a lot of times when we do these picks. I keep picking the other team, and he keeps winning. Um, I think Boom Shakalaka is legitimately a good team. He's a little hurt. So I'm going to go Trevor. I'm going to give him that respect, say 5-4 on this one. Uh, maybe it's not that respectful because it's only 5-4, but, yeah. Rainbow Riders versus the Goats. I'm going Goats, 6-3. I think that that's, I mean, like we just said, uh, there's some issues statistically on Rainbow he Riders. He is without Anthony Davis. Yeah. I don't know if it makes a difference. Okay. Um, the Pride versus Desert Storm. Uh, I think Brandon's angry. He's going to be hungry, and he's going to get that 6-3 win. Okay. Which is going to be tough, tough ask because Desert Storm's playing really well. But De Durant's out. 
I believe, yeah, for, I the, think, for the next few games. And Terry Rozier can't keep this up. Keeping it up for a little while. That's what she said. So, hey. uh, I'm going to go Pride 6-3 over Desert Storm. And then we've got Keyboard Cat versus the Flying Hellfish. I know they're banged up, but I'm still going Cat 7-2. I know. Probably should have said, like, 5-4. but 7-2. Uh, Bryce, uh, we've got... The East Mesa Trading Company versus the Flock. He's got the Flock winning 5-4. Winning in To-Do versus Yaming Dynasty. He's got Yaming Dynasty winning 7-2. So far, we're exactly the same. Super Zombies, Avatar Blu-ray. Super Zombies 6-3, still exactly the same. Highlanders versus Boomshot Falaka. You've got Highlanders going 6-3 on that one. Rainbow Riders versus the Goats. You've got Goats winning 5-4. I think I said 7-2. Um... Goats 5-4. Pride versus uh, Desert Storm. We've got Desert Storm winning 6-3. So there's the swing. That's the swing game. And Cat versus Flying Hellfish. You've got Cat winning 5-4. I like, I like that one better for you. Thank you. That last one at least. Uh, Alright. So there you go. Picks are in. Unlike last week. Yes. Very foolish of us. Um, Morkman Kirk Munch. <laughs> Let's go ahead and move on to the next segment. We're going to go ahead and break down the Flying Hellfish. The Flying Hellfish! The fightiest squad in the fightiest company in the third fightiest battalion in the army! Are they the fightiest squad? Um, what I was looking over his team, I was struck by the stark division between players that I find very interesting and players that I find very uninteresting. Like, there's a lot of players that I'm just like, ah, he's a guy and he exists and he's on Jay's team, but I don't have anything interesting to say or feel strongly about. Um, I'd like to start with those guys. I'm wondering how many of these guys Alex actually has heard this of. This is the... We, we went through the list <laughs> earlier and I think the answer was none. This is the <laughs> but, him? Section? Yeah. Do you know Do you know anybody? I mean, you know you know John Morant. I've heard of that one, yep. Uh, yep Mitchell me. Robinson. Do you know that one? Jared Allen. Yep. Wait, well, I thought uh, Benson had it. Did he trade him? He did. Okay. Michael Porter Jr. I do know that one. Uh, Josh Richardson. That one I do know. Kobe White. Uh, yes. I need to get that sound drop when he was talking about Cam oh. Johnson. That's love, bro. Should that be for Cam Johnson or Kobe White? Uh, how often we're we gonna really talk about Cam Johnson? Uh, Danny Avdia, sound drop. I mean. <laughs> we'll work it in. <laughs> uh, mm, Darius Garland. Yeah, that's part of Sex Land right there. That's yeah. half of Sex Land. Uh, Mo Bamba. The song. Yeah, Jalen Brown. Oh sure, of course. Jarrett Culver. Yep. Uh, Teo Maladon. No. Co- uh, Kira Lewis Jr. Kira. Kyra? Kyra? What? No. Absolutely not. And that's it. So you've heard most of the team. Oh, PJ Washington. That? Nope. That's a no. So just three? Uh, it sounds like you have not heard of Teo. What's on the bottom? Does Kira? he have more underneath Jared Culver? Zach Collins. Oh. Oh, I have heard of him. So has Charles Barkley, apparently. Charles loves that boy. I need to get go. I wish I had a montage of the clips. <laughs> Man, the Charles Bay is gonna be a fine once they pick up <laughs> Zach Collins. Yeah, Zach right. Collins coming back. They're gonna make a playoff run. Uh, I don't think so, Chuck. No, that's not happening. Uh, okay, 
Bryce, what you got? Uh, I don't know. Like I, just a bunch of these guys. I don't really have a strong opinion on. Meh. Like, yeah, like Kira Lewis Jr., Teo Maladon. I don't think either of them will ever be any good. But Jared I mean, Culver. I don't think they'll be. He'll ever be good. But I guess I get it because they're young. Yeah, I get it. I mean, they're rookies. They're let's I, see what I they. I would drop one of them for. Otto Porter Jr. in the hopes that he becomes decent. Yeah. But, no, uh, it's just, I don't know. But you wouldn't drop Taylor and Horton Tucker for? No. I think Taylor Horton Tucker's good. Otto Porter Jr. I think Taylor Horton Tucker's good. Yeah. Um, but even, like, P.J. Washington, I don't know. Like, he's fine, but I don't know that his upside's anything more than slightly more fine than what he's currently doing. Um, same thing with Josh Richardson. I, re- I like, like, I kind of like Mo Bamba. He's the type of player that I like. I tried to trade for him in the offseason. A couple times. He's playing eight and a half minutes. So, like, I like him, but his team does not like him. Who does he play for? Orlando. Or and they're banged up. Like, how can he not get more minutes right now? I mean, he's playing behind Luz Vick. Luz Vick uh, that's true. Banged up. But still, eight minutes? Like, Luz yeah, is not playing 40 minutes a game. He's probably playing 30. So if they believed in Kem Birch Mo is Bamba, getting those minutes. Yeah, like, like Kem Birch, who is a guy. Ken Birch? Kem. What is that? Like is that chemicals? Their coach? No, wait. Their no, coach is Franklin Stevenson. I thought Steve it was Scott Clifford. Skiles. Steve Clifford? Yeah. Isn't Scott Skiles Orlando's coach? coach? No, he's their, he was their point guard back he in the day. He quit a long time ago. He was he, their coach like twice, I think. He quit? He didn't get he fired? Quit. No, he quit. Oh, good for him. He's actually like quit like two different jobs. Phoenix? Um, or was he fired in maybe. Phoenix? Maybe. I think, I think he may have quit Cleveland. Or was know. it Milwaukee? It, it, it became like a thing where people are like, why does this guy always quit? No one's ever going to hire him again <laughs> because he keeps quitting. Because he's tapped the GM's <laughs> room and he knows when he's about to get fired. He's yeah. got the single game assist record. He don't care. Thirty, boom, one game. I thought he was a decent coach. Like if your team was bad and you wanted them to at least be good. Well, you also think Taylor Horton Tucker's good, so I, I don't know. The reason he's a good coach <laughs> is because he has such bad hair. That's a good sign of. He know. has hair to be bad. Well, that, yeah. I mean, it's like Homer, like four thick strands, and that's about. It. <laughs> um. But you got, like you said, you got you got a bunch of meh here. But I think there's some. There are also some really interesting players. Yeah, there's um, a lot of interesting things here. Michael Porter Jr. looks like he was a win. I still worry about. I don't know him physically, but really, I I don't know. He's ranked 39 on the year. He's super Is he? young. Okay. Is he starting? I, I'll be honest. I don't look at him very often, so I don't like. When I say I don't know, it's a legitimate. Yeah. I don't know. Um, no, he's playing 27 minutes a game. It's weird because, like, when I think of Michael Porter Jr., I think of just, like, a scorer who hits a bunch of threes. Um, but that's not actually what he is. Does he have some defense in there? 1.1 steals, 1.2 blocks. That's great. That is great. That's like Jason Tatum ter- territory a little bit. Yeah, he kind of looks Jason Tatum-y. Um, we'll see if it holds up. Jason Tatum-y. Um, <laughs> He, he's got weirdly bad free throw percentage. He's a good shooter, but he's only shooting 79% from the line. What do you guys think Which of that is, adage? They say that the free throw percentage is the, shows like a guy's true shooting form, right? Free throw? Yeah, if he's good at free throws, I, he's I actually buy, a good shooter. I buy it. Yeah. I think that's more just like with drafting. And I, I, I mean, like empirically, it's true that it is more indicative of future shooting. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's because... 
the lack of defense or if it's just the larger sample size. Because mm-hmm. you see some guys like like Justice Winslow shot 40% from three in college, mm-hmm. but he's only shooting like one a game. But then he was bad from the line, which he was doing four or five times a game. So you can just be, it's easier to be fluky if you're only shooting one three a game. But 40% on one three a game, that's pretty good numbers. Yeah, yeah it's kind of good. Uh, <laughs> Derek Williams was the same thing. Like it just, it happened. What about Denny Avdia? Um, he was also bad shooting from the free throw line. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't be so How do you go about pronouncing his name? Denny Avdia. Avdia. Yeah. How many times did that guy sit in front of his microphone to get that just right? <laughs> it sounds great. Um, um, but no, I, I think Michael Porter Jr. looks really good. Yeah, um, it's uh, like I said, I didn't know. Yeah. Now I feel like I do know, and I kind of like if it. He, if he bumps up his free throw, which I completely expect, it was good last year. It was like high 80s. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, and like I said, I think he's a good shooter. So I would expect his free throw to be 10 points higher than this. Then that, I don't know. Does that move him from thirty nine? If he would, 20s? I mean, but if he had never been injured too, I'm just all over the place. Sorry, but if he had never been injured, he would have been a lot, drafted a lot higher than what was it, twelve? I think, yeah. He was touted I mean, as like the number one prior to the season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, I don't think he would have gone. But then he sat out the whole season with right. his back, so yeah. he went twelve. But well, not only that, but like he had, he was medically red flagged. Like, and he sat his whole rookie season. year. Yeah. So there are still medical issues because like. If you've got a bad back, that causes a lot of problems. Yeah, it's cause for alarm. But he's also been really good this year. And it's really easy to see how he becomes better. Do so. you... So I was kind of in a similar boat with Joel Embiid at one point. I had held him on my roster for two years before he did anything. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of rebuilding at that time, I believe. It was kind of before I made some playoff runs. I don't know. I'd have to go back. But I got rid of him before he could hurt me. Is this? Do you think that would be a strategy here to get rid of Michael Porter Jr. before he can hurt him? I, I was probably wrong. Joel Embiid's been good. Yeah, maybe I probably shouldn't move Joel Embiid. He was he's been pretty good. Yeah, I mean if you get a good deal for him, but he does seem like everybody's sweetie. That guy, they they, they kind of like him, and I think that the back thing. My theory is that he didn't want to play and he didn't want to risk getting hurt, so he faked it. That's why I don't like the guy because that's. Well, like I don't think he played. He didn't even play as rookie year. Right. That at that point you have to kind of lean into it. It's the boy who cried wolf. <laughs> yeah. The, the more conspiracy theories you know. He was in too deep. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's like, oh yeah, my back totally hurts. I mean, there might be an issue, but probably not enough to sit out a whole season. I just think that he's a little bit of a vagina, and he wanted to sit out and not actually get hurt. Mizzou. I mean, why don't He's got a good haircut, though. They hired his dad to be the assistant coach. Dad. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Michael but, Porter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's right, Bob. What do we got for him? I never, I never, I didn't really know if that was true or not, but no, I it's, assume. It's, it's super common. Like, uh, <laughs> no, I just thought it was a good name, Michael Porter Jr. What's your name, Dale? <laughs> uh, no, Have you met my father, Craig? <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm sorry. No, like Kate Cunningham's brother is an assistant coach for Oklahoma State. Yeah. Um, it's, it's quite common to hire somebody. Nepotism. Like yeah. I think Evan Mobley's dad is an assistant coach for USC. Although I think Evan Mobley's dad might be a really good coach because he's got like two sons who are Oh, really Catino? Uh, no, no. Jim or Fredette's cousin's a coach over in China or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I really like Michael Porter Jr. Well... 
I actually don't like Michael Porter Jr., but I think he's a really good fantasy player. Yeah, he's probably pretty good. But there's other interesting pieces. I mean, let's take the tandem of Jared Allen and Mitchell Robinson at your center spot. I mean, that's interesting. That's some blocks. It's interesting because it's blocks, but it's not really rebounds. And so, mm-hmm. like, I was kind of looking over his team. He's got a couple others. Like, Kobe White is an important part of his team, I think. Who, and he's an aggressively bad rebounder. Well, he's a um, little teeny tiny point guard. Yeah, but still. like He's like, just a little bad. Some guys, I don't know. 4.6 for Kobe? That doesn't um, seem so bad for the point guard spot. Jaw at 2.2, though. Oh, oh, it was it was Darius Garland who was an aggressively bad oh. rebound. I'm sorry, 2.3 in 31 minutes, and then Jaw's not getting any. But Jaw's whole season's screwy. Yeah, Garland doesn't seem aggressive. But it... Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. And he did fake an injury for his college career. Oh, that he, was... he had a legitimate injury that should have held him out for like three weeks, but he stayed out like three months. I went and saw them play against the Suns last week and some guy sitting by me kept calling him a hoe and so that makes a lot more sense though okay. um, but no, it makes Who? me wonder if Garland. if he <laughs> yeah. just becomes a, free, a rebound punt team like mm. it's kind of weird but he's got so many blocks coming from Robinson and Allen well not only that competitive in blocks without like so he can he can compete in blocks while punting rebounds he's got Mitch Robinson giving him 1.5 Allen giving him 1.6 Michael Porter as we Ooh. said gets over 1 P.J. Washington gets 1.3. Yes, sir. He's getting some blocks. Yeah. And so... Mo Bamba, if he has any more if, minutes. If Mo Bamba plays any minutes, like, that's <laughs> the thing that he does is block shots. Yeah. Which are great. So, you know, what, when when people start to punt, sometimes they punt too many things. We talked about that on Benson's episode where he went from punting free throws to punting free throws and points and three-pointers. And now he's punting... That's a lot. It leaves you very little room for error. So if Jay decides, you know, rebound punt is what he likes, then... He can still be competitive in other categories because he's got a couple of really high, high block guys, and then some blocks coming from out of position. Um, so it is an interesting. I don't know if he has really a focus built at this point, but they do fit together. In an interesting I way. thought I thought Josh Richardson was a guy that would get more blocks than zero point two. I think he probably used to back when he was good, but he isn't anymore. He isn't is kind anymore. of a shame. Um, he Josh Richardson did have. One year where he had a block a game, then a couple of years, at, a bunch of years at 0. 0.9, 0. 0.8, 0. 0.9, 1.0. Um, so, yeah, he used to put up a bunch of defensive stats, but now he just doesn't. Okay. Um, One player that caught my eye is Jalen Brown. I was just looking I would have given up on Jalen Brown, like, a lot of times. Yeah, I would have. Did he draft him? Yeah, he did. My man, I like it, Jay. Um, yeah, he stuck with it. Part of it is that he's just shooting way too good. He's shooting fifty-one percent. Yeah, That's fifty-one. But last year he was forty-eight, which is still very good. Yeah. Um, but he's also just better at other stuff. Like his assists have gone up to a career high three point four, which isn't a huge number. Well, no. who's their point guard? Kemba doesn't pass, does he? Yeah, Kemba doesn't play. Drug test, but that's about it. Uh. Kim has played like 11 games this year. Marcus Smart's been injured, so that might be some of it. But it's also kind of been trending up. He started out at one and a half last year, two. This year, three and a half. The steals are up to 1.3, um, and his, his minutes haven't moved, which I would have guessed they would have with you know Smart out and Hayward gone. 33. That's good. Uh, 33. Who, that's that's how many minutes he should be playing. Who's got the better beard, Jalen Brown or James Harden? I mean. Whoa. I mean, let's be honest. Because, I mean, like, you want to say Harden because, whoa, it's Harden. identity. But, I mean, does he really have a better beard than Jalen Brown? Because that guy's got a beard. I think a really good one. better because it's just 
for sure. Yeah, and Jalen's is nice and sculpted. He, he probably spent some time, you know. I wish he had a bigger beard because sometimes I struggle to tell he and Kemba Walker apart. Oh. Other than the size? Kemba's like 5'10. With a different number on the Bro. jersey, the different name on the jersey. Well, you, you frequently can't see the number I'm or just the name on the jersey. And he used to have that signature flat top, which is gone, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think Iman oh, Shumpert yeah. stole it when he left the NBA. <laughs> Shump, um, my man, coming back. <laughs> Brown's bigger, but he's not that much bigger. I don't know. I, I struggle five to foot it. ten inches. Jalen Brown is probably six seven. Uh, they listed him at six six, but yeah, I don't know. Kemba is maybe it's my fault. I struggle to tell him apart though. I like it when Kemba wears like bright shoes, which he does sometimes. But you say Harden's beard. I think Harden's. Beard. And you say Browns. I was gonna go Brown. Browns. But I mean, I think I think if this was a national poll, it'd be like a landslide Harden win. Yeah. But I don't care about national football. Anyways, anyway. Jalen Brown is a pretty good player. He's ranked what? And I'm curious what he's ranked on Basketball and Monster. I'm just looking at Yahoo here. But, um, 46. Where's that preseason? Current 33. Oh, boy. Nice. Yeah, 33. Um, but like I say, pretty much career highs and everything. Yeah. And some of it I think is unsustainable but I think some of it is very sustainable he just gets better the free throw shooting is another thing that's just been going up and up and up um, Kobe, so White. Kobe White's an interesting uh, building piece to have he's interesting his steals are really low this year 0.4 which is not really sustainable he's usually he's bad but um, He's usually like one a game bad, which is not that bad. It's disappointing, but it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year, zero point four, and he's also really bad at field goal percentage. Forty-one um, percent on the year on pretty high volume, and so I don't know. I feel I, I kind of feel like Kobe White maybe needs to be on. He's a special piece that needs to fit in properly. He doesn't fit every team, but he's interesting. It was a good draft pick. Well, I guess it wasn't a draft pick. He traded for him. I don't remember what he gave up. Uh, Luke Kennard and two first-round picks. Two? Two seems like too many. I don't value but draft I don't know. picks. I, I think they were your picks. No? I don't remember what picks they were either. It was to me. I don't. I think it was your picks. Well, who can keep track of all your young dealings? Certainly not you. Trevor? Um, Presumably, but I don't know. <laughs> um, no, he, he's an interesting player. I do. I wonder what he is long-term. I kind of feel the same way about Darius Garland. Uh, we've talked about it before, but if you want to be a starting like, if you want to be a starting wing, you just have to be one of like the best seventy-five wings in the NBA, and you're fine. But if you want to be a starting point guard, you have to be like a top thirty point guard. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that either of those guys are going to, in the long term, be a, one of the thirty best point guards in the league. And yeah. so I could see them getting demoted to a Lou Williams or Clarkson type role. Mm-hmm. Where they're coming off the bench and they lose a lot of value. Speaking of, I think Clarkson had over 40 points tonight, which is insane. It's a lot of points. Way to go, Jazz. Way to go, Super Zombies. Yeah. Um, yes. But you're talking about top 30 point guards. I think he's got one in John Morant. Yeah. John, ja, ja, like when I was doing this, I wasn't really interested in John mm-hmm. because he sucks this year, but I think that's just because he up his ankle, and he's just going to be bad this year, and then mm-hmm. he'll be good next year. I know his ranking. What's I don't know what throwing his ranking off, but because he didn't see, play for four his, weeks. His three, his uh, per game, he's one forty-seven. Oh, that's per game. Yeah, yeah. It's, per game. His, it's, it's the rebounds are terrible at two point two. That's a major negative. 
the steals are zero point nine. That's it's okay. It could be should be for better. a point guard. That's not good. Um, and then the blocks you don't expect blocks, but zero point three is pretty very bad. Three and then the points numbers. are down. Like I look at those numbers and the assists are okay, but every other number I would expect to be higher. The points are okay. 18, 18 and a half. What do you well, expect? What do you expect from the guy? From 20, Twenty-two. Yeah. Twenty-three. Who yeah. else is scoring on the Grizzlies? Dylan Brooks gets about twenty when he's feeling it in the night, but Valanciunas. Valanciunas has been really good. He was eighteen points a game last year, and that was like his rookie year. Mm-hmm. I, I expect Jada to score significantly more. He should. He should step up. That's for sure. Well, and I think it will next year, but I just. I think this year is just going to be a lost year because of the ankle. I mean, he's like Westbrook where he scores when he gets to the rim and he doesn't shoot very well, right? Yes. So that would explain it. I mean, the fact that he's getting almost 20 a game by getting to the rim is good, but he needs to develop a jumper. He's got to do it more often. Um, Unlike Westbrook, he doesn't tank your free throw percentage. Mm. He's at at 80%. And his turnovers are not terrible at three, and Westbrook is... if, If he's like a... Moderate version. Well, I mean, Westbrook used to be really great at fancy. Sure. So if Jaw can be that, then that would be very impressive. But no, like I said, I I just look at this as being the lost year for Jaw. I think he's going to be fantastic. Uh, luckily, Jay's not the type of guy who I would expect to sell low on him. That's for sure. No, he so. will hold on tight. I would assume. Um, the last two I was going to bring up. Um, is it a failed experiment at this point with Jarrett Culver and Zach Collins? Yeah. I just, like, Jarrett Culver, I kind of liked coming out of school as, like, a sort of good wing who wasn't actually good at fantasy. I really liked him coming into the draft. Yeah, because Texas Tech had that awesome run. Yeah, and he was getting, like, eight rebounds a game from the guard spot, or, like, wing, you know, and I don't know. I I probably would have wanted the Suns to draft him. Yeah, well, they did. Then they traded him. Oh, there you go. Um, Te- in fantasy, though, he's not good at anything. No, just, he's just bad not. across the board. And I just—he's not good at—he's not a good NBA player. He's a bad shooter, and if you're a wing who's a bad shooter, he's not like super freaky athlete where I would expect him to become like a Robert Covington type defender. Yeah. I just don't see anything. Well, they've got a better defender in Okogi, anyways, at that position. Plus, yeah. they've got Anthony Bennett and Malik Beasley, so it's like. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Bennett. Oh, Anthony Where Edwards. is that guy? Whoa. Uh, he's at a Hardee's or <laughs> Checkers. Checker. <laughs> I don't like Checker Burger. It's a, it's a weird restaurant. But, uh, you can't be at Checker Burger, though. It's just drive through only. I guess he can be out eating at the outdoor He's tables. working there. He's oh, mean. <laughs> No, I meant I meant as a patron. I like it working there. I thought I thought it was a fat joke. No, no. Yeah, it was a fat joke. Oh, and I like that you went for the east of the Mississippi Hardys instead of our (laughs) West Coast Carl's Jr. There's literally one across the street. That's a Carl's Jr. Yeah. I don't know where he's from. If he's from Canada, I I actually was gonna throw in White Castle in there too. And that's probably Eastern Canada. I don't know what Carl's Jr. slash Hardys is called in Canada. Mm, Me neither. But they got Timmy Hortons. Love it. It's called. Checkers, I don't know. Check. Uh, anyway, no, Jared Culver. He Hardies. eight points, five rebounds, less than one assist, less than a steal, <laughs> less than half a block, half of a three. He can't shoot, and at his position, he has to shoot sixty percent from the line. He's on the Minnesotas. 
They just have like a bunch of random dudes who are just getting minutes on that team, I feel like, this year. And and yet he only gets 21 minutes. I mean, that even seems... That's a lot. 20, yeah. 20 minute, 21 minutes is a hand... That's a good handful. It is, and he's not... But it, it's less than you would expect your lottery pick from a year ago to get. Right. Yeah. You know? Like Cam Johnson get more minutes than that, isn't it? Roughly the same. He was starting, but now um, Kaminsky's starting, and Cam... Cam hasn't he's looked not, good. Not been good. And I think Jared Hill is kind of in the same spot where he's just not good. I think Cam Johnson's better than Jared Hill. But anyway. I would agree. I also thought that he should draw Jalen Brown, so what do I know? Yep. Drop Jalen Brown? Yeah, like two years ago? Yeah, three, two and a half years ago? Years. I would have. Dang. And I probably would have said the same thing about he can't shoot. But what about, so, but what about Zach Collins? Is it, he's just always hurt. Also, like. But is that. Is Zach that, Collins has not been good yet. People act no. like he's been good, but no, he has he not has been not. good yet. And we're like many years into his career. Well, I heard the Empire's Leonard than Zach Collins. Jeez. Well, that's not the case <laughs> here, but, um, No, Zach Collins, I don't know, whatever. I don't get it. No. <laughs> I got it at one time, I guess, but I don't get it. I think it's done. Yeah. I'm glad I got out from underneath that, but I, I, I don't know. I hope. I think Jay's got a lot of things on his roster, though, to be excited about. Yeah, he does. John Morant, um, you know, Porter, Eric, Jared Allen and Mitchell Robinson together. I think that's very interesting. Jalen, Jalen Brown, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. You've got and, some. And he has guys that, if Michael Porter stays healthy, I think that he will be a legitimate star, at least in fantasy. Same thing with Jaw, and that's rebuilding is nice if you've got like young players who are kind of fun. But if you you need like legitimate stars in order to take the next step, and I think he's got a few, or at least a few with that kind of potential. So he's still a few years away, I think, but he is on the right path. Well, there you go, Jay. Keep to it, buddy. Um, I didn't get anything else you want to add on the Jays. Solid team name change. The from an obscure Simpsons episode. Awesome. Yeah. Way to go, buddy. That's a good one. Uh, and it gets away from the player-specific team name, which I know Bryce is not a fan of. Not great. Unless it's a retired player, because you never know if that player is going to be on your team or not. Well, yeah. you made that when you had him on your team still. But it's good that it is I a dynasty. I, no, I didn't. I didn't have. I wasn't the Yao Ming Dynasty until we started the Dynasty League. And, yeah, and he was done. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, there you go. Are you the only team name that's the same? The last. No, the Rainbow Riders. Rainbow Riders have been the Rainbow Riders since the first time we played fantasy basketball. Way to go, man. The and for somebody who gave up on the middle ball in, with like four <laughs> days, I think he'd have a little more patience than he that. he got a real identity, though, with the Riders. Yeah, he does. Um, cool. Was Josh Smoke Trees Stroke Threes, by the way? In the first on, the first year, I think. Yeah, don't give up on that. That's a good one. He was at one time. That's a good but one. But it's not a noun. I want team names to be nouns. Hmm. Uh. Single Avatar freaking double. Avatar on Blu-ray has always been Avatar on Blu-ray, but he wasn't in the league when it first started. Avatar on Blu-ray, so yeah, he Kevin's since he's been in the league, it's mm-hmm. always been that. Keyboard Cat was we talk in practice for a little while. I've changed my team names who knows how many times, uh, but I think it's East Mesa Trading Company to stay. I don't know. Did you ever consider changing it from Yao Ming Dynasty? I've never considered it. You ever tossed around the old nope. think tank? I have not. All right. If you came back, what would your team name be? Single double. Yeah. Oh, sure. You made it for me. I've already got the draw. 
with the Babs. Oh, yeah. Uh, anything else we want to add about the Flying Hellfish? No. Okay. I did not get any submissions for Shame Shame We Know Your Name. Unless you have something, Bryce. Did anybody send you a bad offer this week? Nope. Alex, any bad Taylor, offers? Taylor, I would like to offer you the spare set of keys to my truck for Anthony Davis. Does he still have them? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do it. Even if Are you sure he's got? We share. Achilles we share Achilles tendonitis. Here, I'm gonna. Point. I'll bring up Taylor's team. You can make him an offer. Okay, I will give you a six pack of Diet Dr Pepper Cherry Vanilla for. Uh, Do you know who this guy is? Darius Baisley. The only reason I know is because I was looking to add him uh, in my fantasy league recently yeah. on the Thunder, but. Uh, before last night, no, I had never heard of Darius <laughs> Paisley. Uh, uh, so you know, yeah, Lillard and Davis, and then I'll I'll uh, I'll give you a six pack of, you know, subpar Doctor. We'll have a fifteenth team. It'll just be Alex. It'll be Lillard and Davis, and then whatever he can get off the waiver wire. Uh huh. That might be an interesting team. Otto Porter Jr. Seems like. Did you know that Darius Paisley, at least last year, had his own? He was in the league last year. Yes, he had his own <laughs> signature colorway of a shoe. For Anta? Uh, New Balance. Anta? He's on, is that, what's the one that? Glenn no, I think on? you're right. Uh, New Balance has more than just Kawhi. Yes. And for Darius Baisley. When Darius, boy. Darius Baisley didn't go to college, he said he's going to go to the G League, and then he said he didn't want to do that, and in, instead became an intern for New Balance. Oh, that's right. He just like practiced, and they paid him, and then he had his own color of well, they better give him something if he's giving him that much cool. PR. Like, like neon green and yellow, kind of Sonic-y. Mm. Like Just it. rub it into those yeah. Sonic fans yeah, as he's playing in yeah. OKC. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't have anything else to add. Anything you want to add, Alex? You don't get a, you don't get a chance to be on every week. Hey, just happy to be here. Miss you guys. Love you guys. Can't wait to hang out with you all again. <laughs>